Welcome to the Currently Cringing Podcast. I'm your host, Anisha Ramakrishna. I'm a TV personality and entrepreneur. Join me as I spill the chai on my cringeworthy life experiences with a side of dating, pop culture, and lots of laughs. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. How do I ask my boss for a raise? I'm so jealous of my coworker's promotion. I just don't know what to do. Is there a good way to brag about my accomplishments, you know, without sounding like a complete jerk? Careers are complicated and there are so many hush-hush topics we're told we can't talk about. That's why you have the Career Contessa podcast, a weekly advice show that takes your workplace dilemmas and offers you a better way forward. I'm your host, Lauren McGoodwin, and each week I'm joined by experts to help you overcome your workplace woes with actionable advice that you can use today. Subscribe to the Career Contessa podcast and make progress in your career every Tuesday. I'm Anisha Ramakrishna, and I'm an Indian entrepreneur and TV personality with big dick energy. I recently left my successful career and my long-term relationship to pursue my own fashion business. I'm single in my mid-30s, and I live with my parents. I'm currently cringing, and I know you are too. Hey guys, welcome to Currently Cringing. Today we have another auntie. Do you like it when people call you auntie? Depends who it is. Do you care if I call you auntie? I've always called you auntie. I'm used to you calling me auntie. Yeah, so auntie Kalpana is here and she's actually one of my BFFs too. It's quite comical. I would say if I have two auntie BFFs, well, Vicky would kill me when I call her an auntie, but <laughs> everyone's friends. But auntie Kalpana is also one of my BFFs and she's one of my mom's BFFs. True. It's just what it is when you're in your mid-30s. And I'm not an auntie because I'm not married and I don't have children. I think auntie comes with children and age. Because if you have kids of similar ages, the people, they call yeah. you auntie out of respect. Right. Right? And and you you expect it because you're like, oh, that person is so young and they're calling you auntie. Yeah. Of course they do. Yeah. It was funny when my kids would bring home friends and 
they'll be like, hi, Kalpana. I'm like, that's kind of weird. That's to weird. Us. Yeah. To us, right? Then you get used to it. And our other friend who's an auntie, but also hybrid, like kind of my friend too, Auntie Dimple. She's the opposite. She's like, you better call me auntie. <laughs> Brought up in India. Exactly. That's the difference. So your background is very unique. And we're doing a special auntie series because they have the best advice. But in particular, you have a unique background. You were born in London. Well, I'll let you tell the story, but then you moved around a lot and you were the youngest. Yes, the baby of four. So you were born in London. I was born in England, moved to the USA at the age of six, 1974. We moved to San Francisco. Then we lived in Livermore. Then we were there for my elementary school years. And then middle school, we moved to Tennessee. And then we moved to Florida for high school. Yes. And then I got married super young. Yes. And then I know this is tough topic, but your dad passed away. That was That's tough. That's why we moved. Yeah. That was tough on the family. And how old mm-hmm. were you when your dad passed 13. away? And your mom didn't have a job, nothing. We had a business. You had a business, but yeah. from one day to the next, yes. you guys had to take over and pitch in. Right. Everybody took over. My brother actually quit school and took over the business. Yes. And yes. you being the young one, how do you think that affected you? Of course it affects us. Yeah. I mean, none of us could live there anymore. There was too many memories. And that's the reason we left Tennessee and moved to Florida because it was it was too hard. I mean, my mom was a widow at 39 with four kids. Crazy. Nobody's married. Yes. So, I mean, luckily we had a business. So my brother figured it out. Yeah. And then we moved to Florida in 82. And in Florida, you lived in a town called St. Cloud. St. Cloud, Florida. Yeah. Yes. And then you're in school and, you know, you had kind of like, I would say a hybrid American Indian upbringing, but you grew up eating McDonald's. Yeah. Like you grew up Western. Yes. We grew up Western, but there was still a lot of traditional ways. Yes. We couldn't talk to boys. We couldn't have a boyfriend. There was still a lot going on that the traditions were still there. Yes. Like Auntie Vicky was like, even though I was going to NYU, I still had to live at home. Yeah. So, you know, in your case, just like my mom, you turn 18, 19, 20, and they're like, you got to start looking for boys. 18, forget 19, 20, <laughs> 21. 19, I was already married. So tell us about that. I mean, what was going through your head at that time? Like my mom said, you just did it. You didn't think. You didn't think. I think, I think honestly, you didn't think. All of a sudden, I'm, I'm 18 years old, just graduated high school and going to school. And then my mom goes, oh, there's this boy. No, first we visit Florida. We come to Miami to visit my aunt. Yeah. And one of my aunts sees me and I guess her nephew is who's my husband today. She goes, how old are you? And I go, 14. And I was 18 at that age. I was not 14, but everybody would always ask that. Yes. I'd be like, no, I'm 14 years old. And she's like, oh, okay. Then anyway, we go home. So later they call my mom and they're like, oh, we're thinking of your daughter for our nephew because she's pretty tall, whatever. And I'm like, what? My mom tells me like, oh, it's a nice family. You should look. Yes. I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, you should see. You never know. So then they come to visit us. And I remember when they first come to visit us, Deepak comes, his cousin, the wife and the younger brother, they all come. And I remember my mom telling me they're coming to them. I'm like, what? They're really coming? She's like, yeah. And I wore my scrappy jeans, worst clothing. And I'm like, you know what? I don't give a shit. If they're going to like me, they're going to like me. I don't care. 
I'm not going to dress up for this occasion. So no makeup, nothing. 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 And that's when they want to see you, right? They want to see, you know, in arranged marriage, they want to see what you look like without all the cake. But I never wore makeup at that age is the funny part. (laughs) And you're here thinking, oh, I don't really give a shit. Like, whatever. If they come, they like me great. If they don't, whatever. And so you're in jeans and a tee, just whatever. And what happens? So, by the way, guys, Uncle Deepak, who is incredible, an incredible human, is Auntie Kalpana's husband. So he comes over basically with his family posse. Yes, yes. And then, then we picks me up. Then we all go to what is now called Disney Springs. Back then it was Lake Buena Vista. Yeah. And then we get on this little tiny, like the family gets on a pontoon boat. <laughs> and then we're on this tiny little two-seater boat. The one where you use your legs to move no, it. No, it's electric. It's oh, electric. electric. But it's tiny. I have pictures of it. It's okay. like a tiny little boat. Anyway, so we go out on the boat for like an hour and they're like watching us from the bigger boat and t- they even <laughs> took a picture of us. And we come back and then they bring me back and then we go to dinner and then he goes home. And then like in a week, they're like, okay, so do you want to get married? My mom's asking me, are you ready for marriage? I'm like, I just met the guy. What do you want me to do? So a couple of weeks go by. I don't answer her. A couple of weeks go by. So she's like, oh, it's a good family. You should do it. I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah. And that was it. The rest is history. A year we were engaged and we were married a year later. And you get married. And I remember, tell us this story. Why do you have braces in your wedding photos? Well, I was 18 years old and it was my needed braces done on my teeth. So my brother takes me like, okay, let's go get your braces. I get eight teeth pulled. I get all my braces work done. I lose like 20 pounds. So, and then after I got braces, I didn't change my dentist. So every month I would come back to Orlando to fix my teeth. And that was my ticket home every month to go visit, visit home. But it was just, I needed it done. And I was just part of it. And so I got married with braces on and it wasn't like I was going to take them off to get married. Yeah. But I was young. So you were young. That was the time you got braces, 16, 17, 18. And like many Indians or South Asians, including my mom, when you get married, sometimes it's called a joint family. You move in with your husband's entire family. Yes. So now you're here used to your jeans and your scrappy clothes doing whatever you want. And now you move in with your in-laws and their entourage. Did you know how to cook? Did you know how to do anything? So when I, when my husband, well, back then, not husband, when he goes out with me and I go to him, I go, I don't know how to cook. I don't wear makeup. I only wear real jewelry. <laughs> that was one of the things I told him. I said, I don't wear fake jewelry. And then he goes to me, you don't know how to cook? It's okay. We'll figure it out. And then I still don't know how to make roti. For being a Gujarati girl, that's a huge deal that I don't make roti. Yes. Which is an Indian flatbread that is very basic. And by the way, I don't know how to make it either. So, But for a Gujarati girl back yeah. in the 80s, not to make roti is a huge deal. Yeah, my like, mom didn't know anything either. But, you know, sometimes these things, you just pick it up. You don't need to learn. That. Go watch YouTube now. I don't think it's necessary. I don't think so either. But, but having so said that, you are probably one of... The best cook, cooks, chefs that I know. But, but I don't make rotis. So. You don't make rotis to this day. <laughs> to this day. They're kind of like Indian tortillas, guys. But what did you know how to do? Or was your mother-in-law like, what are you doing? So so I didn't know how to cook at all. Like, not even rice. Because I grew up with my bubby, which is my sister-in-law, and my older sister. And my mom. 
So they always cooked and I was the little one. So I got away with everything. So yeah. I never went in the kitchen. They always did everything. And they would yell at me, when are you going to learn? I'm like, don't worry, I'll figure it out when the time comes. Why am I going to learn from you? And then I get married and live with in-laws. Yeah. And they're going to have a different way of cooking. Because even in every household, everybody has a different tweak to their cooking. Absolutely. So I'm like, I'm not going to learn to relearn again. I rather just leave it and I'll figure it out then. And then slowly, slowly, they didn't have YouTube back then when I got married. Yeah. Obviously, so I would ask my sister-in-law, I'd ask my sister, oh, how do you make this? And then I would write it down. Yes. Even Deepak's grandmother would teach me how to make some stuff. Yes. And his mom, and that's how I figured it out as I got older. I figured it out. And I would write it down because I'd forget which goes in which meal. I didn't know if a ginger went in this or a garlic went in this or... Yeah. But you figured it out as you got older. Now I cook what I like to eat. And you cook very quickly and the food is amazing. And I love your food. Having said that, back then, that was an expectation. Like, huge Like, you need to know how to make something. Yeah, that was a big deal. Was that an adjustment moving to a big family home? So, I think we lived in a joint family, so I always thought, okay, this is what's going to happen. I didn't yes. really think about it. But then I did also realize how hard it was to do that. Yes. Like, so I don't think I realized this is difficult because I wasn't that person coming in. Yes. Until you're in that situation and you're that one coming in, then you realize it. Yes. And I also feel like now I'm 53, so the kids are older, the kids are out of the house, and it gets harder. It doesn't get easier. Yes. People think, oh, you live with them, it gets easier. You get used to it. Yes. That's not true. Yes. It gets harder as you get older because they're older, they're not changing, you're not changing, you're going through your own menopause, whatever yes. health issues, if you have any. But so it does get harder. It doesn't get easier. And what would say were some keys, you know, looking back now that you would give advice to, you know, people like me or people who are looking to get married or in relationships? What are some gems that you have? Because how long have you been married now? I'm going to be married 34 years this month. And you've got three gorgeous kids, so well behaved, so smart and kind and, you know, beautiful inside and out. What would be, you would say, some key tips for a lasting marriage that's fun? Because when I'm with you and your husband, Uncle Deepak, like, it's always fun. And it's always been that way <laughs> since I've known you. We keep it fun, obviously. Yes. No, but I think it's communication's important. And I think you don't want a mama's boy either. No way. You don't want a mama's boy. And you want the your spouse to side with you, not choose his parents over you, obviously. Of course, it's going to be back and forth, but it's good if they see the full picture and as you're, you're the outsider in that house always. Yes. And I think the other thing is, I think the parents-in-laws, I should say, should have appreciation for you. Yes. As a daughter-in-law, and a lot of parents don't appreciate, or they don't, maybe they do, but they don't verbalize it. So I think it's very important that going into this house, that if you're the mother-in-law one day, you should verbalize to your daughter-in-law that you appreciate her. Yes. And I think that's a huge key that they don't appreciate sometimes enough. Yeah. And I, sometimes we just want to hear it. That's the thing. You don't. Oh, you just, just want to hear it. Want to like, hear it. Like there's so much stuff I'll do and no matter I do it, oh, my son did it. My son did it. Yeah. Bullshit, your son did it. I did it. Yeah. So that's what it bothers you. And I never want to live with my kids. Yes. Also, today's girl getting married should not live with their in-laws. Yeah, I think I saw a TikTok by one of my good friends on, you know, the internet world, Pushbake, and he always says in this TikTok, name something that people don't want to hear, but, you know, it's true. And he's like, 
don't marry anybody or get into a relationship with anybody unless you're ready to put that person first because your life partner should come first. Yes, yes. And a lot of people, you know, put their parents first. I'm guilty of that, you know, in the past. We all are, right? We're all like, you know, in that situation. But now what I also find admirable is, you know, your son, Sean, one of my BFFs, he's engaged, he's getting married. And you've also given them their space. Like you're not yeah. this overbearing mother-in-law and, you know, you're just, you you know what to do as a yeah, mother-in-law. And hopefully some moms are listening too. What are some tips for them on how to not, you know, butt in your kid's relationship? I think I just kind of stay out of it. Like, I don't get too involved. I stay out of it. And, you know, like Sean lives literally 20 miles away. And sometimes I don't even see him once a week. Yeah, but because that's... Because he's busy, But you've given like, him the I've space. Given him the space. Like, he moved back home and he said, Mom, I'm going to move home, but I'm not going to live with you. Yes. And my in-laws are like, what do you mean? Our house is so big. Why would he yes. live here? Why would you live somewhere else? Why would you pay rent? Yes. We have a house here. We have food here. We have a housekeeper here. You're right. Why would you live... And they don't get it. That They don't want to live in a three-generation house and bring home a girlfriend. No. They're like, I'm never going to get married like this. Who wants to date a guy who lives with his mommy and daddy at this age? So I get where they're coming from, too. I think in our generation, it was just a given and it wasn't a choice. But today's girls getting married are not going to live with their in-laws. And I don't think the parents are going to expect it either. Uh, asking for a friend. <laughs> what do you do in the case you were dating someone and then you're talking about parents and then the conversation comes up of, oh, what do we do in the future if one of our parents gets sick or gets old and like they need us and then... What do you say? You can't be like, oh, they can't live with us. Like, what's the answer? You're going to have to give in in those situations, I think. When like there's only one parent left and they need help, you can't just... No. no. And, and at that situation, those, those are like those rare situations. It could happen to us. Anybody. It could happen to anybody. You're going to have to take care of that parent at that point. Yeah, I like that answer and I agree as well because in our cultures... For the most part, you know. But that's a different situation. Yeah. Right? We don't put, you know, your parents. You're not going to put them in a nursing home. In a home. nursing home. That's like yes. cash I canceled. In a lot of, I think, immigrant cultures, yeah. you don't do yeah. that. But, yeah, I, but I always that, wonder. But until both parents are healthy, I mean, they could take care of themselves. Yes. I mean, also, I think you need to keep the parents independent as possible. Yeah. Including, like, my in-laws are now... 78 and 86, they both still drive. Yes. They get their own medicines. They go to the doctors. Obviously, I do groceries and all that. Like she, my mother-in-law cooks. Yes. So I think keeping the older generation independent as possible is very important. Yeah. And I think it helps us also. I mean, my husband's never left home. And he's yes. 58 years old. He's never <laughs> left his parents. Yeah. That's a huge deal. We make fun of him, but it's yes. true. True fact. And also, he's an only child. Yeah. So, like, there's no escape for me. Yes. Yeah, because it's the family. That's the family. But I also want to know, how did you know in that conversation on the boat that uncle was the one and this was going to work? Okay, so the conversation on the boat, I don't even think I remember asking him anything. And I can't, could not even recall the conversation, but I always tell my kids... Um, I didn't know anything. Think about what do you know at the age of 18 and what you want compared to as you get older. I think I was dumb and stupid, but I got lucky. Yes. And I honestly think that. But did I know if he was the one? No. Did I know what I want? No. I didn't know anything at that age. Like, what are you thinking at that age? You're a kid. Yes. At 18, what do you know compared to girls today at 36? 
They know exactly what they want. Yes. The problem is they're not going to get it all. Yes. There's no 100% of anything. You've told me that many times. Nobody's perfect. And you yeah. got I think you got to lay down your things what's more important than anything. And if you have 10 things, you might get six or seven. You're not going to get all 10. Yeah, I narrowed it down to three where I think you need physical attraction. That's important. Integrity and ambition. Because yeah, integrity, like, yeah. yeah, integrity yes. is like kindness. They're a good person. Yes, yes, they're yes. a decent human. I think that's what I've narrowed it down to. You know, you're not going to get everything. You're not going to get, maybe that guy's going to be all that, but maybe short. Yeah, he's not going to be he's six foot. He's not going to be tall, six foot tall. Yeah. Maybe he's fat. Maybe yeah. he's skinny. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Maybe he's got a big foot. I mean, yeah. it could yeah. be anything. Yes. No, yeah, you you're never not gonna know. Get, and I feel like the problem was when we got married, we were young. We didn't know any better. But the girls today getting married are 30, 35, 38. They know exactly what they want because they, I guess they've dated. We didn't do any of that. Yeah. I never even had a boyfriend. I've had one person in my life. Yes. So they know exactly what they want because they've seen the variety. Right. And I think that makes it actually harder because yeah. they know too much. We have too many options right now. And no, you don't have too many no. options. Well, we don't have too many <laughs> options. That's a lie. I think we have too many routes that we can take right right and marriage is now like an addition to all the other things right. you can do and but the biological clock, clock is, is a real be, thing and you're financially independent yes that's which, your other thing that's a big deal that you you know you don't need them but you worked yeah i worked throughout the marriage now i don't work anymore but yes. i did work I you mean, did work and you had yeah. you know your but own saying, life but i'm saying is that you guys coming in, you're already settled. Yes. You know what you want. You know you want your shoes laid this way and your clothes hung this way. We right. didn't know any different. And That's maybe sometimes, like, you didn't have a choice. Like, my mom, it didn't matter what she liked. Her mother-in-law decided the menu in the house. Things like that. Things like so that. So there exactly. was no, like, yes, she had to cook it. But right. it wasn't what she wanted to eat. That's right. why it was funny when you said, I cook what I like to eat. Yes, yes. I don't cook it. If exactly. I don't like to eat it, I don't cook it. Yeah. It's rare that I'll make something that I don't like to eat. Like my husband always says, oh, you never put tomatoes on my pizza. I go, because I don't eat tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I have um, a request, some advice for an IG fam member who sent a DM. And it's a tough situation. She said... Anish, I don't know what to do. I need advice from an auntie. And I said, I would ask one of the aunties, and I think you're the perfect auntie to ask. She has been dating this guy, so she knew him. They get married. When they were dating, he said, don't worry, my parents will never live with us, yada, yada, yada. Now they're married. They've been married a couple years, and now the parents moved in. She's miserable. They're fighting every day. He says they're going to stay here take it or leave it, what's your advice for her? It's a tough situation. Does she yes. have kids? No. Oh, okay. Can't they live in like an apartment like next door? No. Or it has to be in the same house? For now, yeah. That's her situation She's right stuck. Now. That's not going anywhere. She better get used to the idea and, and try to stay out of the kitchen if she's in the kitchen. I think like two women in the kitchen don't do well. No. Whether it's your mother or your mother-in-law. Yeah. Because you're trying to cook and, oh, what did you put in there? What did you do here? And it just drives me nuts. Yes. Like even with my mother-in-law today, if I'm cooking, I don't want her in the kitchen. Yeah. And if she's cooking, I try to stay out. Otherwise, I'm just a servant. Exactly. Cleaning out behind them. Yes. So I think like to women in the house, the main thing, and also if you have, if you can somehow figure out two living room situations, like that way they have their space and you have your space because they want to watch these soap operas and Indian yes. dramas. And I have no interest in that. Yeah. So if you can, 
I don't know if your house is big enough, if you can have two separate living rooms. Or be in your rooms. room when they're in the living room. I'm in my room a lot. Yeah. Because I don't want to watch the Indian TV, so I go to my room to watch TV. Right. Because they're watching all their ZTV or whatever you call their Indian TV. I don't even know what they watch. Yeah. So I think the advice I think there space. is space, maybe schedule your time yeah. in different areas in the house. And I feel like your husband's kind of told you this is it. So either accept it or find a plan B or try not to be in the house. Yeah, I do that all the time. I'm always <laughs> running away from home. <laughs> no, but like my mother-in-law cooks lunch and I cook dinner. So we kind of like, okay, she cooks yes. lunch. I don't get in there. If I want to eat it, I eat it. If I don't want to eat it, I don't eat it. Yes. And I'll cook dinner. And if she doesn't want to eat what I made, she'll figure it out. Yes. I'm married too long for this now. So. Absolutely. To worry about everybody. And I feel like as when you're younger, you worry a lot. But as we get older, we don't care anymore. Yeah. I think you're like, you know what? I'm going to do what makes me happy now. What's your advice for people who are looking and they are trying to find the right partner? What should they be looking for? Because I think a lot of people settle, but then you're saying we can't find everything. And I do agree with you. I think a lot of people are waiting for some unicorn, like I say. And, I don't think and there is a Mr. Perfect. There isn't. There isn't. And it's good if somebody can introduce you to somebody, but now there's so many dating sites you can go For on. For me, I was introduced to so many people. It didn't work out. It, like, it does, there's no guarantees. There's, there's no guarantee in life. But I also think, like, to start a little bit younger, don't think, I'll wait, I'll wait, because yes. it's never the right time. I always feel like a lot of people think, Oh, I'll do it when I'm 30. I'm, I'm thir and then all of a sudden you're 35 and you're yeah. getting older and older and it's getting harder. And obviously women have a biological clock more than men do. Yes. Men doesn't matter, but it's like time does matter for if, a female. If you do want to get married or have, have kids, children, yes. then yeah, the reality is if you want to have your own child, there is a time, time frame. Time does matter. Time yeah. does matter. Like I had three kids by 30. But I also got married at 19 and I still waited five years to have kids. Yes. And I still had three kids by 30. But I think time does matter. And I think don't wait because there's never going to be a perfect time. People think, oh, I'm in school right now. So let me wait till I'm done. But sometimes you're not meeting people when you're done because you're not in that area. When you're in school, it's easier to meet people because yes. you're like stuck in a place where I think when you're older at working, then it's a little bit harder. Yet you have more time. But. I think it's always a little bit better younger than older. And what's your advice, finally, a positive message? Because, you know, you always tell me life is short and you've had ups and downs and everyone has. Like, what's your advice to stay positive and keep going? I think somebody else is always worse than you are. You have to think that life is not that bad. I'm serious. <laughs> okay. That life is not that bad. And... You have to look at the brighter side and you have to keep yourself happy and do what makes you happy at the end of the day. Yes. But move forward. Don't always keep looking back. And I always feel like don't hang on to things. Let things go. Right. Don't don't look hold Don't grudges. sweat the small stuff. Yeah, the little stuff. Let it go. Let it go. Move forward. I would always also I don't like confrontation. Yeah. Like keep it peaceful. And if somebody doesn't make you happy, move on. Yeah. I mean, you know, everything's not always made to last and things move on and and also, like, when people are talking, don't make it all personal about you. Yes. Listen a little bit and, you know. Right. It's not always about us, you know. Sometimes it's about somebody else. Or, yeah, you never know what someone's going yeah, through. Yeah, you don't know what their life is or what they're going through or what they've been through. 
But also what you've been through makes you who you are today. Yeah. So I think all the little things that you go through in life makes you who you are today. And stay positive. I mean, yeah. things do, things can always turn around. Yeah. Whether it's your health or whatever. And yeah. And you'll find somebody. But also these girls, a lot of people I notice are on these dating websites. or yeah. dating, But they're not actively on there. So people are not going to wait for you. Yeah. Like if they want to go out with you, they'll click it. I don't even know how the dating yeah, sites click work. Click it. <laughs> or whatever. Swipe whatever. Yeah. But answer. Don't wait. Like leave somebody hanging for a few days. Yeah. Yeah. Don't play games. Yeah. I feel like if you want to be on these sites, then be active on them. Otherwise right. get off of them. Yeah. Or maybe handle one or whatever. Handle Cause I, one. Because I hear so many people, oh, yeah, I'm on there. But then, oh, I'm not going to respond. But are you responding quickly too? Like, yeah. Yeah. It's not a game. If you're serious about it, then, then you need to move on it quick. Yeah. Agree. And also, if you do meet the right person, don't waste time. Yeah. If you want to get married, I mean, it depends. And it's not like you're going to know in a day or two. It takes a little bit of time. Yeah. And you can't pin them down right away. <laughs> You Or you could try. You could try, but yeah. you shouldn't. Do you think that's true that guys like the chase? I think some guys like the chase. I think yeah. they like the hard to get too. I yeah. think they, if you play hard to get, they'll come for you more than you're also just waiting, waiting around. To giving. Yeah. And you got to be a little flirtatious if you want to get married. Eye contact. Yeah. Look at people. Yeah. Talk to people, smile. You don't even have to say a word. You can just smile at somebody. So easy to flirt. It's so easy. I don't get when people don't know how to flirt. I don't know how to flirt. I can teach you. (laughs) Eye contact. Maybe that's the next podcast. You teach us how to flirt. Flirting is the easiest. I always, me and my sister always tell people that, I bet you if we were single today, we walked in a bar, we could pick up a guy like that. And today girls can't pick up a guy. I don't get it. Oh my God. Well, I love that. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We love you. And everyone, thank you you for listening. And we're going to go sip some champagne now. Yes. Bye, Bye, guys. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chat. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chai.